from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, cybersecurity gang. Monday, October 31st, 2022. It's spooky Halloween. Oh, syndrome is on Halloween. Trick or treat, taking your kids out, going trick or treating, Halloween parties. It's just been a weekend full of it, right? So, with that being said, a lot transpired in the world of cybersecurity over the weekend, a ton of it. First and foremost, we're going to get to my cup of coffee this morning before we get into the show, because a lot of things to talk about, geopolitical in nature, some others around vulnerabilities and patches that you've got to do within your org. You want to make sure you address both of those this Monday morning as we get into the week, get into November. And from here, folks, seven weeks to Christmas, hear me out here. This is when we typically see the uptick. This is when things start to get discovered. Historically, if you look back at it, you'll definitely want to, you know, check my work on this, but it's pretty accurate. I'm going to grab my double espresso this morning. Whatever you're drinking this morning, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it powers you through this week and today. A long day if you've got kids. you got to take them trick-or-treating in the afternoon. Then you got to get, you know, kind of like control of the candy and be careful with with a lot of the candy out there this year. Um, there's been a ton of warnings around fentanyl uh, potentially uh, being put in candy of kids. So just be very mindful of that as well. Coffee cup cheers. So happy Halloween and Google releases an emergency Chrome 107 update to patch an actively exploited zero day. The flaw track to CVE 2022-3723 has been described as a type of confusion issue. Um, affecting the V8 JavaScript engine. Google is aware of the reports and it's been patched to Google One uh, Chrome 107. So you want to make sure you get those updated automatically. Also, Microsoft releases an out-of-bound patch uh, to update and fix the OneDrive crashes. Microsoft did release that to address a known issue causing OneDrive and OneDrive for Business to crash after installing a recent Windows 10 update. Issue occurs when signing out or unlinking OneDrive accounts or sites or folders from the Microsoft Teams or SharePoint. So affected users may receive an error when trying to sign out or unlink their accounts or unlink sites or folders from syncing to your SharePoint or Teams site, uninstalling or uninstalling the OneDrive sync app altogether. Uh, it's a manual installation only. Um, so uh, this isn't something you're going to have to do. You're going to have to download it from the Microsoft Update Catalog. That's really important as well twilio says employees are being targeted in separate smishing and vishing attacks twilio has concluded its investigation into the recent data breach and revealed on thursday its employees were targeted in smishing and vishing attacks on two separate occasions on august 7th twilio revealed it detected unauthorized access to information related to customer accounts a few days earlier the probe revealed that the breach was a result of sos phishing or smishing attack targeting a company's employee Around that same time, Cloudflare said it's also been targeted, and a few weeks later, it came to light that the companies were targeted as part of a massive phishing campaign that hit over 130 organizations. Twilio has now concluded its investigation. The company says the attackers were locked out of its system on August 9th, and that only 209 of its more than 270,000 customers were impacted, as well as 93 of 75 million off the end-user accounts. There's no evidence that the threat actors access Twilio customer counsel credentials, authentication tokens, or API keys. Twilio's final report reveals that the same threat actor was likely also responsible 
for an attack that targeted the company in late June. The firm described it as a brief security incident that involved voice phishing, a.k.a. vishing. Uh, the attackers used social engineering to trick an employee into handing over their credentials, which they used to access the contact information of a limited number of customers as well. Human factor. I know James McQuiggan right now is shaking his head going, ah, a new Azov data wiper is trying to frame researchers and bleeping computer. The destructive Azov ransomware data wiper is being heavily distributed through pirated software, key generators, and adware bundles, trying to frame well-known security researchers by claiming they are behind the attack. Some espionage. The Azov ransomware falsely claims to have been created by a well-known security researcher named um, I'm, I'm hash, Hasher Azadi and lists other researchers like uh, the author of this article in Bleeping Computer as involved in the operation. The ransomware named Restore File says that the device are encrypted in protest of the seizure of Crimea and because Western nations are not doing enough to help Ukraine in their war against Russia. So the ransom note tells the victims to contact Bleeping Computer, the Malware Hunter team, Michael Gillespie, and Vitaly Kremis on Twitter to recover files, falsely implying that we are part of the ransomware operation. That's just not the case. There's a whole lot of detail on the Azov wiper, um, so something to keep in mind. We'll go geopolitical here, our last two stories. One, the Slovak and Polish parliaments got hit by cyber attacks over the, over the end of last week. So on Thursday... Um, a cyber attack took down the voting system in the Slovakia legislature, according to parma, uh, parliamentary authorities. The attack was multidirectional, including from inside the Russian Federation. Uh, the Polish Senate has said the Polish Senate Speaker uh, Tomasz Kordowski said that it may be linked to the Senate's vote Wednesday, declaring the Russian government a terrorist regime. The Slovak Parliament Deputy Speaker uh, Gabor Grendel told AFP that the parliament's entire computer network has been paralyzed. That was around 11 a.m. local time. They were about to vote uh, when the head of our administrative department informed us that there was a cyber attack on the IT systems of the parliament. Therefore, the parliament session was interrupted. Um, fingers are pointed towards Russia here uh, in both of those nations. So there's that. And finally, I think the story that that really has not been yet confirmed, but if it's true, significant. The shortest serving prime minister in UK history, Liz Truss, could have had her cell phone hacked by suspected Kremlin agents when she was a foreign minister. The unconfirmed report, according to the mail, cited an unnamed security source saying that Truss's personal mobile phone had been hacked by agents suspected of working for the Kremlin. They are believed to have gained access to top secret exchanges with international partners. A government spokesperson said they don't comment on individual security arrangements, but added that there are robust systems in place to protect against cyber attacks. Dakers also gained access to Truss's conversation with her ally, Kawasi Kwarteng, criticizing then-Prime Minister Boris Johnson, according to the report. Labor's Yvette Cooper, who focuses on homeland security, said that the report raises immensely important national security issues, including why and how this information was leaked. Liberal Democratic uh, Foreign Affairs spokesperson Lila Moran said we need an urgent independent investigation to uncover the truth. Both BBC and Sky News said they haven't been able to verify the report, although a lot has been going on around this story. Um, and if it's proven to be true, um, shows just the lack 
of maturity within politicians, the people many of us look for to say, hey, help us solve our cybersecurity problems of being you know, part of the problem themselves as well. So there's that for this week. Folks, that's it for our show today. A lot going on. Obviously, we'll be monitoring things. Um, so keep an eye. Elon Musk finished the Twitter purchase. And as of Friday, he's the new sitting CEO of Twitter. So interesting to see what will come off of there and how the InfoSec community will thrive in the new Elon Musk Twitterverse. So that's it for our show today. We'll be back with a whole lot more tomorrow. Until then, have a great rest of your day. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.